Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the All Ball Podcast with your host, Ruth Vicalala. And hello, everyone. It's a beautiful day, isn't it? It's bright and sunny. The Boston Celtics lost another championship. I'm all smiles today. Oof. What about you, Ruthvik? I'm hurt. I'm hurt, hurt, dog. I'm hurt. hurt. I can't wait to put on that jersey. <sighs> that Baron Davis jersey. I've decided I want a Baron Davis what? jersey. You, you just told me Monte Ellis no, yesterday. No, no, no. It's my final decision. Baron Davis, orange, we believe jersey. Okay. Number five. As much as I'm in pain, that's a good choice. If I were in your situation, I feel like I'd do the Baron Davis, we believe. I told you, Warriors and Six. You you did get it spot on. Yeah. Yeah. And Bielinka, Bajelka was, was the finals MVP just yeah. as you just Okay, as you I didn't thought. say he was the finals MVP. Let's, <laughs> let's stop at that. You know, I for my sloppy segment today, Yeah. I don't really think I want to do one because wow. uh, we, we watched it last night. All that sloppy play from the Boston Celtics. Oh, I don't even think there's a need for a sloppy that's, segment. That's, that's dirty. We watched it last night. It happened last You're night. You're not wrong. Uh, how many turnovers did they have? I think it was 22 or 22. 21 or something. 22? But if we we can do one just for a little fun, okay? Yeah. It's, so, Jalen Brown. Yeah. Great player. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, no hate towards him. But he was slipping and sliding all over the place. Have you ever gone ice skating? Or rollerblading? I think so. Or yeah, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Way back. What about, have you ever, like, you know. Skiing? When, skiing, sure. When you were a kid, did you ever go down a slip and slide? Yes. Okay, right? So what do those have in common? <laughs> You're just slipping and sliding everywhere. <laughs> You're slipping and sliding everywhere, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, let's just take it back to ice skating. Really crazy, cool sport, right? Mm-hmm. Very difficult to master. Yes. Okay. I want to ask you what you think if you were building a player from youth, okay, outside of basketball. What sport, one sport, would you want them to play that would translate well to basketball? Okay. And not, 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 let's, let's take out all the, the, the big major sports, baseball, football. Okay. I want to take out even tennis. Okay? So you're, so you're saying if you Olympic were, sport. if you could rewind the clock and help Jalen Brown with his balance issues, slipping and sliding, you would have made him a ice skating star yes. to kind of compliment that. Okay. Um, but right, I want you a- to choose an Olympic sport. Okay. Summer and winter. Okay, got it. Oh, I each. like that. That's good. Um, as far as another sport, and you're building up just any athlete, correct? For basketball. For basketball specifically. Yeah. I think I'm going to do for the summer, I'm going to do archery. Okay. Yeah, I'll do archery because like, it's all the aim and all that stuff, right? So that probably sh- translates to shooting, I'm assuming. Yeah, but the aim is totally different. Like You're shooting a bow and arrow. It's a different motion, right? Yeah, but your margin for error is even smaller, right? Okay. Okay. Like especially at the Olympic level. Okay, sure. And you're sh- you're shooting it for so far away. I think it requires a lot of hand. I think our our, uh, our country of origin. Yeah. Is yeah really good. Exactly. Champion. That's Go why we that's why we have the best basketball players in the world too. Go India. Yeah, that's yeah. why India produces all the basketball talent as well. So. Okay, so the, archery. So I'll, I'll go archery, and then for Winter Olympics. Ice skating is a really great one. Um, so props on that one, but maybe. What else is in the Winter Olympics? Okay, I'll, I'll throw some. I'll yeah, throw some throw me you, okay? I'm not a big All Winter right. Olympics watcher. <laughs> Cross country skiing. Okay. You got like slope style. You got like the more freestyle stuff. Slope style, uh, snowboarding, slope style. You know. Yeah. Skiing, ski, big air, snowboard, big air, uh, um, bobsled, uh, luge, curling, curling. Um, oh man, speed skating. 
what else is there in the Winter Olympics, man? There's so many. There's probably so more. So many more missing. Well, you know, in cross country skiing, they actually do shoot too. Okay. Like that, the long well, one I think that's what I was gonna. Shoot, right. Out, out of the ones you said, I think cross country. Other than ice skating, which you already took, mm-hmm. I, I'd probably say cross country skiing. I feel like that requires a lot of endurance. Okay. I've never done it myself. I'm just assuming cross okay. country plus skiing. Skiing is tiring enough, and now you're adding cross country to it. Um, it's not like paved trails, right? It's like you're kind of yeah. like doing your own thing. So, yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. All right. And then yeah. you'll, you'll, I mean, we always talk about like the shooters, right? They have this crazy amount of endurance. So, if this one hypothetical athlete could get the hand-eye coordination of an archer and then the stamina of a cross-country skier, I think we have we have something nice. Do you to have work Do you with. have the next Steph Curry? Or I think you do. Better? I think we do. I think if we dig into Steph Curry's past, he was a archer at some point, probably, and a cross country skier, probably. What <laughs> yeah. are the? They're probably that's probably what happened. Yeah, Del Curry's smart. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't really have a sloppy segment today. I mean, the Celtics did it for me. Yeah. So we'll just move on. That's rough. Okay. Let's talk about let's talk about a couple points here. I mean, congratulations to the Warriors. Yeah. Uh, you know, hats off to another great NBA season. Seventy mm-hmm. fifth anniversary did not disappoint. Um, we saw some. Some growth from so many players throughout the board. We saw some new faces, you know, kind of emerging. So let's talk about that real fast, okay? Let's just go ahead. Let's start. What are your way too early odds for what next you, year? For next year, okay. So, um, Championship odds. Let's go. You can do Western. And well, I think right now the Warriors are the favorite. Really? Like I from know. Vegas, I think they are the favorite. Yeah, we're not talking about Vegas, but yeah. this, is, this is this is all ball. I know. Just just as a starting point, I think they they were voted the favorite or they were ranked as the favorite. And I think that's honestly probably pretty spot on with the one caveat of if the Bucks return Chris Middleton, he returns to form, is reasonably healthy, I'd probably put them over the Warriors. But if everything is as is right now, I probably I like the Warriors and what they're building, and depending on who they retain and who they lose, but they 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 honestly looked very formidable, and I don't know if they just got the right matchups in the playoffs, but they really weren't tested at all in this whole playoffs. I don't know, man. See, here's the I I, I mean I think the Warriors are well oiled machine. The West I think is maybe in shambles in a sense. We'll see what happens in the off season. But there's some players that are coming back that we yeah, can't forget. No, I, get, I mean, I like the, Kawhi the, Leonard. But those Jamal are just Murray. like, I don't know. I haven't seen that yet, right? I don't know what that's going to look like. They've been out for so long. When Even when they were there, they didn't have the success that they were expected to have. This team had certain expectations and hit those. So, so you think they're the outright favorite? I think as of right now, they got to be like – Everyone's playing well. They're returning a lot of young people. I think that's what makes them so scary. If it were just a Steph, Clay, Draymond team with like a bunch of Andre Godalas and like older players, then I'd be like, okay, they 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 did it. They were really they had a great like mindset and they got it done. And but it's probably not the odds are and it's not going to happen again. But they have Wiggins, who's twenty some. They're going to lose him. Pool, who's? You think they're going to be able to retain both of them? I'm, I'm not sure. That's, that's the issue. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's my okay. big caveat. It's like I need to know who are they playing. But even beyond that, they have Wiseman coming back. They have Moses Moody. Moses Moody is apparently like a really good um, prospect mm-hmm. uh, coming up. And then they got Pool, which is a great young like bench nucleus slash future starter type thing they have going on. So mm-hmm. they. That that's what's scary to me with with their team, and then Draymond just like even though he's aging, he plays so smart. Even yesterday, like a lot of those turnovers, those were like they seemed very unforced by the Celtics, and some were, but then some of them he was just at the right place, right time, helping perfectly. 
um, and just causing them all sorts of fits. So when you have stuff like that going on, I think it's going to be pretty tough to overcome. But again, the odds of going back to back in the finals is not very, very not very high. And I don't know when the last time that's happened. Probably the Heat. If oh no, this it was the, it was the Warriors uh, with, but that was with KD and everyone. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I, sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the issue is, as you see yesterday on Instagram Live, uh, Jordan Poole and, and Andrew Wiggins. No, what did they say? Like, we going to get paid. We going to get paid. Okay, well, that's a right, good so thing they're for us to talking that noise, right? Okay. So the thing is, can they afford all these guys? I mean, I guess they already, you know, whatever. What are they, $300 million above the cap? I don't know what they're, they're they're by far and away the highest. So let's, let's, yeah. So I think the issue is, I don't think they're going to be able to retain everyone. Um, And that's how that's, I mean, that's unfortunate. I still think they will be, you know, in the conversation for the championship. Um, But I think it's going to, it's, I, I don't think they'll be there. Okay. I, I don't think they'll be there next year. Who do you have? Uh, from the West? Just, just in general, general, you said like a champion or your favorite for next year. Well, let me first of all just say one last thing. Thank you to the brothers of the North, the Golden State Warriors. You've done your due, your dues. It's now it's time for the Lakers to come back. Thank you for keeping the Celtics away from a ring. Thank you. Shout to out. North. Shout out to Northern California. Bay Area. <laughs> all right, but uh, let's, 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 let me say, let me think. Okay. Um, I don't think it's. I think I. I, I agree. I think it's got to be the Bucks. Um, Giannis is still very formidable and we, talent. And we and were talking about that yesterday too. Like, had this, had the Bucks made it with Middleton, I think this would have been a very different series. And the ease with which the Warriors handled the Celtics, I don't think. And we'll get into that in a bit, but I don't think we would have seen that happen. Yeah, I. I think that you know, I think it's got to come from the East, Bucks. I mean, obviously that we we can't. You know, we're we're making these without any off season moves. From the West, I I'm gonna take a really big flyer right now on the West. Okay, it's gonna be kind of. I don't think it's that hot of a take. Can I guess? Yeah, go the for Grizzlies. It. No, the Timberwolves. No, 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 absolutely not. Not the Lakers either. Like no bias here. And I hate I, to say this, I don't. I don't think they're gonna win because I. I just I. The Clippers. I think they may be in the finals next year. I don't know about that, Chief. But I mean, I. I yes, I think you're right. They're, they're up a good there. team. They're up yeah. there. Like if, if fully healthy and everyone is on the same page, they got a great coach, great players. Yeah, I could definitely Ty see. Ty lose a good coach, and Kawhi is just a freak. Yeah, so we'll see. What, but yeah, I think I. I would say Bucks. Bucks are my early favorite. Okay. That's okay. my answer. Yeah, and I feel like that's where. Right now, I know the Warriors are at the top of Vegas odds and stuff, but I think by the time the season starts and we have a lot of the moves shake up, I think we could see a return to the Bucks. Yeah. Um, just based off what they already have, and they're not going to have that many changes. If only, I think they'll only have a couple of improvements, but they're not losing anyone substantial. So now that we've been talking about the Eastern Conference, let's talk about the other side. Yeah. You know, shout out to the Celtics. Great season. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Um you know, we a lot of things went wrong for them. I think, I mean, they had the the team, the capability. It's just turnovers and silly turnovers. I think really end up killing them in this finals. So let's talk about them. What off season move would you like to see them do to get back to the finals? Do if any. I think for them, they really need to address their playmaking. Because it, se- it seemed as though in the finals especially, they really lacked that like that point guard or what whichever position to really get them into their offense and get things going. Because they would, they would revert to a lot of the ISO 
with either Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum, and they drive in, and then when they try to kick it out, they the ball got sniped and they were going the other way, or they'd be dribbling and they just get stripped every time. And I think we saw a lot of that yesterday. So I think that needs to be addressed. Um, besides that, I I don't know if it's like a ball handling thing or like just like personally each player needs to take it upon themselves from a off-season standpoint to improve those facets of their game but so some of them were just unforced errors mm -hmm. in terms of um, dribbling into people and not holding their dribble well yeah. so I'm sure over the course of the off-season I'm sure Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum will work on that heavily um, but from a coaching standpoint I really liked what they did that's why I picked them and the way they handled the East, and I thought the East was the better conference, at least in the top this year. So it was kind of surprising to see them fall the way they did. But there's been precedent in previous years of teams we expected to show up a certain way, like the Heat against the Mavs, that we thought we'd get a certain yeah. level of production out of LeBron. And that took a lot he, of courage for you to admit right and, there. Oh, I mean, yeah, he he didn't show up, and then but he rebounded mentally and physically and whatnot. So hopefully, Jason Tatum's able to do that. But I think that's something that they need to address. It's just that de facto, like if they had a Kyle Lowry type person and then Marcus Smart can do his own thing on the side, because it's tough because you're asking a lot of Marcus, Marcus Smart in that context, I think. You're asking him to guard their best player, expend a lot of energy on that end, um, really be the quarterback of your defense. I feel like he's a, he's a really strong leader there. And he's also scoring too. And after a certain point, it just seems that he doesn't have as much in the tank. Um, so I think that's how you can help him out, maybe. Dare we say a little Russell Westbrook, Ooh. Jason Tatum trade. Ooh, now this is just wish, wishful thinking. <laughs> Welcome to our wishful thinking podcast with Samir and Ruth <laughs> But no, yeah, so do you, what, what players do you think? Like, what, what would be, like Kyle Lowry's, a, that's that's wishful thinking, too. Yeah. So like, Well, no, actually, Kyle Lowry's a little bit on thin ice right now. But you... But they're gonna have to trade someone. No, yeah, they're not gonna right? get him. But like, I'm just saying, they need someone like so that. So like, like what type of what, what free agent out there? I, I guess if you know, and do you know of any free agent off the top of your head? Top of my head, free because I don't think they're gonna get it through the trade market. I really don't like. Do do you do you know who the free agents are right now? I mean, wise? I mean, like if you're looking at veterans, I think there's like the Rondos and the I mean the, the no. buyout market there. But um, yeah, I can't really think of anyone on the top of my head. I mean, I mean. I think of my our boy Jeremy Lin. That'd be fun to watch him. I would love back. to see Jeremy Lin get a I chance mean, I, again, I, I but I, I, I don't it. even think he's the person <laughs> for that spot. No, he's not. I I, I truly don't know. But um, I was just curious if you knew any. Oh, I mean, what about like bringing back Terry Rozier? Oh, I would love that for them. Right, but like, but even maybe someone even less like um, score first if they can get someone. Yeah, and I'm really, looking it up right now. I don't think I'm just pulling much, it up. And I don't think there's much in the garden there, There's some slim pickings. Yeah. Because I think a lot right now what's, what's going on is a lot of the young guards are um, the ones that are the prominent point guards right now. A lot yeah. of the old guards have kind of phased out or they're in that role where they're half head coach, half player like Rondo. Mm -hmm. We don't really have any. The only person I can think of now um, is Jalen Brunson, but you're not going to get him at his – uh, no his way, number yeah. no way. but if you could get him that'd be that'd be nice yeah i mean there i mean the other i mean the other guy really is like jordan bull you're not gonna get him either no way he's gonna go sign with the Celtics, no. right? like so yeah i think there it'll be interesting to see what they do maybe it has to come just internal adjustments right so i'm seeing actually ricky rubio 
is a free agent. Okay. That, I think that could be a pretty a nice one. piece. That's a huge piece, yeah. I think that could you be a pretty nice piece. cheap, too, I think. Afrini Simmons is a, is going to be a uh, free agent as well, he's but he's score, he's, he's restricted, and I think first. yeah, and I think I think Portland will keep him. But other than that, it's just like some old guards like like Eric Bledsoe, Patty Mills, mm-hmm. um, John Wall potentially. So there really yeah. isn't much to your point. So I I, I don't know, but I but, like a Jeff Teague type of player, like old Jeff yeah, Teague, like Hawks, yeah. Hawks Jeff Teague would be great. But right I think that's the issue, right? Is like we're we're searching for some sort of answer to this team. But I really don't think they – like, maybe they could have used additional playmaking, but they had everything they needed, right? Like, there's a reason that Power Index said 86% Celtics were going to win, mm-hmm. right? Like, they didn't just pull that out of nowhere. And, no, I, th- yeah. and I think it's, like – it's kind of a, a testament to how well the Warriors played, but it's also just the Celtics kind of folded for whatever reason um, and couldn't match what they were going up against. Because – Looking at the t- watching that team in the Eastern Conference playoffs, and then watching them in the finals, it, it felt like two different teams. Yeah, maybe it's time for us to. I mean, also just to give respect to the Warriors of what they did too. Yeah, right? I mean, like they they definitely showed up defensively definitely. everywhere. Like definitely, they they deserve and it was is is very impressive, especially watching someone like Andrew Wiggins got get all that flack early on yeah. in his career, and now come to this point where he's really taking it upon himself on the defensive end. He was largely responsible for Jason Tatum's mm-hmm. um, woes, shooting woes this season. 100%. He was the Jason Tatum stopper. Which was very impressive, right? And he was great on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, that's so. one of the probably top five best like skilled offensive players we have in the game right now. And he was able to do that, which is awesome. So we talked, you just brought up Jason Tatum. Let's talk about the stars, the two main stars, yeah. Steph and Tatum, right? That's what you can first talk about, Steph. So the million-dollar question now is, you know, and it's—I know it's a honestly a dumb question. Like, where who's the top player of all time? Like, we always have to do it, right? Where is Steph Curry now? Because I—I—I'll give you my rank. I think he's at number ten, and I'll give you the. Players, That's what I was gonna say. And I'll give you the players above him. Okay. okay. In no particular order, uh, MJ, LeBron, Wilt, Kareem, Magic, Tim Duncan, Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal, and um, who am I missing? I had another one. Bird. Yeah, Bird. Larry Bird. Yeah, I think I think what Steph just did is he just overtook Hakeem Olajuwon. Yeah, I think that's fair, and and I think KD actually is right below Hakeem now. Yeah, and now so I want to talk about that. I mean, and and Steph, I, Steph is going to go down as he's already the second best point guard of all time. Yeah, and he may pass Magic. That's a yeah. totally different question. We lost at the end of his career, and, it, and it's just like one of those things we talked about in the last in one of our uh, previous episodes where best front court. Like, yeah. is it, are we talking about point guard? Are we just talking yeah. about backcourt player? Because mm-hmm. he's well on his way to being the best backcourt non-like shooting guard player hybrid absolutely. position ever absolutely so. and yeah he, he deserves his flowers and everything yeah. and he he may end up being the best point guard of all time yeah There's still so much left in his career but let's talk about kd and stuff right yeah now this really hurts kd's life they won yeah. without him yeah twice right yeah. and then they won with him but if kd goes and wins a championship with the nets next year yeah it's kd above Steph now it's very tough, man. Like I, I want to argue that, like not because he's a fellow Longhorn, um, but just how lethal of a player he is and has been for so long. And and it's not just us fans watching and thinking that. It's when you hear players talk about it and you and you say the words KD and they're like, oh man, KD. No one can do anything about that. And that's what that's what made the Celtics run so shocking 
Like they handled that situation so well, but they had a lot of internal. No, turmoil. but also KD was awful. That's exactly, like they, they neutralized it. Exactly, Grant Williams yeah. was great, and they just had a lot of internal turmoil. They never got it going with the Nets, but KD's KD, and I think he's gonna bounce bounce back in a tremendous way. But I am, I don't know from a legacy perspective, like this, like you're saying. I think if you talk to anybody two, three weeks ago, they would have been like, oh, yeah, of course, KD's higher than Steph. Even though Steph had more championships, it, everyone knows what KD meant. And everyone knows when all when all of them are on the same team, KD's the one who went to the finals MVPs and not Steph. And just the amount of attention he demands and he disregards as his play just overcomes whatever is, is mm-hmm. thrown at him. So I, I don't know. And even if he wins one championships, I think I don't I don't think he moves up – above okay. Steph anymore. So Steph's kind of cemented himself. This was this run was... I, that's basically what I was trying to ask you. Where do you think this this run from Steph was... The, honestly, the most... Imp- I think the most impressive um, season of his career. Yeah, for sure. Uh, even more impressive than his unanimous MVP. The for sure. The 73-9 year. I think for this sure. is more impressive. For sure. Because uh, this is the one where... If we look at his first championship, he won that with the players that were playing, but Kevin Love was out. Kyrie was out after game one. It was just LeBron going crazy... And then Andre Iguodala holding him to like 39, 8, and 8. Mm-hmm. And that was like the defensive stopper. That's what he was doing. Yeah. So a fair argument could be made that had the, had he had those players, that series would have ended differently. And so this was the one where he overcame a lot of different things, both in the regular season, injuries in the regular season, in the playoffs, and showed up consistently, was dominant in the finals, had one off shooting game. Other than that, he's he was just killing everyone. Yeah. Um, and letting you know it too. Yeah, putting people to I mean, sleep. I, I didn't see. Figured. I didn't notice he did that in every series. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty funny too. Did you see the? Uh, I guess like perk on. Yeah, the little zeros, zeros and stuff. Yeah. Did that. that was, you know, shout out to Steph. Well, he he called himself the Petty King. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is kind of petty. But I thought okay. I thought that was KD, but apparently it's Steph. Yeah, maybe it's just Golden State Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, congratulations, to Steph, and uh, I think we all can agree. I don't think. The, but we need to hold the conversation. I think we both agree on him and LeBron in the same category. That's something else. Yeah, that's, that's something a, else. That's a bad conversation. But just a question, quick question here. Um, if you had to put your money on it, uh, guess right now, where do you think he ends up? If we if we get this uh, ranking done in like 10 years when he's retired, where do you think he, he finishes? You're asking a biased person. Yeah. I would just frankly put that out there because obviously I am a Laker fan. Um, my biggest issue with Steph um is there's no all defensive nothing defensive yeah and i and but his offensive stuff is on you know otherworldly yeah. but i mean these guys above him had both right they had they had the otherworldly offense and the defense exactly that's the issue yeah so i personally think that Steph can maybe overtake bird but and people are going to say, I think if he wins another championship or two, people are going to say he's better than Kobe all time. They will, yeah. But I disagree with that. And I just, just because of that. I mean, like, you got to look at Kobe's numbers 18 all stars, 12 yeah. all defensive teams, you know, six all defensive. Like, I mean, the defensive and all these other aspects are just significant. Yes, like, you can argue Kobe was, like, you know, not a fun teammate, good, whatever you want to say, all that. But that, that doesn't take away from his production no. on the court. And same with Shaq. I yep. mean, like, the guy was the most dominant player in the NBA yeah. for a, like almost a decade, and like Steph's dominant, but he's not the most dominant player in the league. And 
So I think it's and then and everyone always forgets about Tim Duncan's greatness. Yeah, I mean that's he, a big Tim one. Tim Duncan's me. the greatest bit power forward of all time. That's so, a big one for me. So I don't think he'll ever. In my opinion, you may think you know he may overcome Kobe and Shaq, but I don't think he ever will. I think that's it. I think Steph overcomes Bird, and I don't I don't put him ahead of anyone else just because it's all defensive. He hasn't shown me anything on that side of the floor. And I'd agree with that. And I think he's going to be like eight nine somewhere there, which is great, which is amazing, yeah. but. I and and it depends, right? Like if he wins like another three championships, then, then, like, then what else. am I gonna say? Yeah, then it's something. Right? What else, am I gonna yeah. say? But um, I think that's a great point about the defensive side of the ball. But I will say we got to give him some credit where credits due. He did play great defense. Like yeah. this whole year, he's been yeah. he's For been sure. moving his feet. He's gotten super jacked this year. Yeah, I, I don't know what he's doing. He's got that vibranium yeah. from LeBron or something. And Aisha, Aisha can cook, and yeah. so she's feeding him well. <laughs> and uh, he he's really like. Turned it around defensively. It's that Curry goat, bro. Because even yesterday, they were hunting him. They were trying to hunt him at times, and Jason Tatum would go one on one with him. And he and I don't know if Jason Tatum's just in his head with his own offensive struggles. Yeah, but he was not getting past him. And no, yeah, yeah. No, Steph's definitely. So, he, I mean, over the career, he's definitely got yeah. better defensive. It wasn't. I'm not saying it wasn't like, like back in like 2015 yeah. where like you get you hunt him and that's a bucket. I'm not saying he's like a horrible defensive player, but the fact no, yeah, no, 100%. the fact that you're you you can't. And like people will throw back and like Kobe has one only one MVP whatever yeah I, mean, no. I can argue that Kobe deserved more MVPs exactly and like but like that's I don't the issue here is if you're gonna say you are in that category you need to play both sides you need to show something yeah and yeah I mean like it's not like Steph got gypped from all defensive teams. he wasn't even in the question for these defensive teams and yes but I do agree his defensive. Um, status has definitely improved, and it, it's it's unfortunate it came later in his career. I mean, if this Steph was this Steph at the beginning of his career, yeah, dude, then you're arguing Steph's a top three player of all time. Right? Exactly. So, but yeah, I think that's where he'll end up, and I think that's a very appropriate spot. He deserves a table with all those grades. He deserves I, to sit there. I think in if I had to answer this, I think he's going to end up ten or fall down to eleven. Um, not KD. not because of anything he does. Oh. Maybe KD gets in there, but more so Giannis and Luca. Yeah. yeah, I think both of those guys they're gonna own this next ten years of basketball. Um, they got hampered by Middleton's injuries and things of that nature, but those two are just freaks in yeah. their own right. Yeah, different I mean, ways, but their own right. These guys like eventually everyone's gonna get passed, right? Yeah, like, like so like. That's where it's gonna come interesting in the next. Like, and Katie's right there. Like we didn't. I I personally didn't think Steph was gonna make it back and win a championship this easily. No, I didn't either. I it's I thought very this, impressive. I thought this was gonna be the Lakers season. Um, when the Grizzlies started doing better, I was still a little bit skeptical on them, but definitely thought the Lakers had a great shot. I really thought the Suns were gonna win this year. Yeah. Um, because like throwing it back to the Spurs when mm. they lost to the Heat. Kind of, you thought they're going to turn it on, and then they yeah. came back the next year and just yeah. absolutely dominated the Heat. Like I thought, that's what the Suns were going to do, and they just fell apart against the Mavs. It's so that, I, it's that unfortunate Chris Paul curse. Yeah, he so just has a curse. So on him. I, I don't know. That's what's super surprising for me, and and I think that's the series we got robbed of too. Yeah, the Suns, Suns Warriors, Suns Warriors, and that's what we all wanted, and I think that would have been the best shot at challenging the Warriors. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it would have been enough. It seems like this team was kind of one of those teams of destiny type. Yeah. type feels but i'm really interested to see how next next season shakes out with all this going on yeah me too well uh let's talk about jason tatum yeah what do you have to say i mean like i i i think i think he'll bounce back yeah i i i, I have hope i think I, he hasn't him but man that was just an awful game six like he just was non-existent yeah i like it 
it, it was really sad to watch to be honest i don't i i hope he's okay mentally like because i want that guy to ascend to something and i think he has it in him and i like jason tatum as a player but that was that was just unfortunate and i think he i think he's gonna channel something i think like i could see him winning mvp next year yeah, but I don't think they'll go. He's got the talent. I don't think they'll go to the championship. But you know what I'm saying? I could see him putting the team on his back, going to an MVP season, and then they fall short again or something, or even make it back. But you know, with the honest, but I could see him putting up MVP like numbers next year. Um, but it is just unfortunate. What do you What do you think about his performance? And I guess everything. Give me it all. I mean, I'm I'm sure it's very disappointing for him. It's disappointing for us as just fans of the game in general to see someone so great and so talented come up short in such a big pivotal moment. And you know, the pressure and the weight of the world is on his shoulders right now. He woke up today hating a lot of things going on right now. Scared to look at his phone. Probably I'm just assuming. And you know how the social media is right now. It's you do one thing wrong and there's a million people jumping on your throat. So I feel, I feel for him in that regard, but I will say he's what, like 25, 26, for him to get to this point and get to this level of greatness he's already reached, he's had to go through this. He's he's grown up in the social media era. He's become a prep star to a college star to an NBA star all through that phase. So he's been through a lot of those highs and lows. When Duke didn't go as far as uh, people wanted when he was there, he, I'm sure he got a lot of flack and how he handled uh, some of those games, and he bounced back from that. So I think he really has it in him. And I think it'll just be on him to work on some of those deficiencies over the course of the off season. And then also know that you are just so great. And this was just a one-off more so than this is the rule. Cause I think that was, that's what happened with some of the other people who didn't live up to whatever they thought they were going to a, a, a la LeBron um, against the Mavs. He, mm-hmm. he realized how great he was. Then he yeah. reactivated it. And so I think we will see sort of a revenge season from Jason Tatum, and I'm really excited to see that. Yeah, I, I think it will be interesting. Obviously, their offseason moves. I don't really know their roster, or who's leaving and who's not. But uh, I think a nice, like I would love to see a honestly a Carmelo there. Yeah, kind of just like if 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 Carmelo is willing to take more and more of a backseat role, which I don't think he will, but I would love to see someone like that there. Maybe maybe that's what they're missing. They it's need like a, a they need like an OG. Like, yeah, like an OG. Like that's like a that's honestly a position on the team now with yeah. Udonis Haslam in Miami, yeah, Andre Iguodala yeah. in Golden State. They need mm-hmm. someone like that who's literally won a championship and be like, oh well, yeah, well Melo I guess hasn't won a championship, but um, you're right though. Yeah, I think you're you're spot on on that. I think I, that's a position that they need, even yeah. though they might not contribute a single minute to on the court, like the locker room presence. We even saw that yesterday with when Gary Payton made those two. Um, quick fouls yeah, on Iguodala was in his face right Iguodala yeah. was on the court yelling yeah. at him then he when he got subbed out he was yelling at him yeah. there and he was just trying to get him on the same page and I think at one point you saw him being like he reached out to him and be like hey I'm not coming at you to try yeah. to like hurt you or like yell at you for the sake of yelling at you I'm really wanting you to learn and know the time and place and what we're doing and where we are in this game yeah. and how to play smartly based off that yeah so I, and I don't know who's out there Sitting around yep. for that type of role right now, I don't think there's that many champions out there yeah. um, anymore. So that's why I suggested Mellow. But yeah, um, it, yeah. I mean, obviously, if you put LeBron there or something like that type yeah. of character of a player, 
Um, I mean, like even like a Dwight Howard type of guy, mm-hmm. if he, you know, if someone like that, like who's been to the finals, who's experienced it, who's I, won, who's won with too. The Lakers. I mean, yeah, he's won. and but also has led a team there without yeah much help. Like it doesn't have to be necessarily like a guard or it, it just they need someone who's yeah. okay with taking a back, even like a Javan, like taking a backseat role who can take on a more serious role. Um, you know, PJ Tucker is like a main one that comes to mind, but he's not going to leave the heat, but you know, players like that, I think who are only okay with playing like eight to 10 minutes a game. I think that might've been something they missed as well is you need someone who is just confident to the point of almost being psychotic in their confidence. Mm -hmm. Right. When you look at Draymond, he just oozes confidence. We know he was, he wasn't comfortable shooting, and everyone pointed it out. Everyone flamed him on social media. That man does not care. After every game, he's he's doing his podcast. He's giving the people what they want. He's being authentic. He's being real. And that just you got to feed off of that, right? Like this man has all the scrutiny on scrutiny on him, and he's still walking around like nothing's going on, and still playing his game and helping where he can. And we see that in PJ Tucker in Miami. He's just so confident in what he does and his yeah. role. He doesn't care. When he was guarding KD the other year, when he was at Milwaukee, he was like, no, nah, this is me. Like, you could, oh, you scored 40? All right, now score 50. You score 50? Now score, score 60. Like, show me you could beat me, right? And and that's what he said in JJ Reddick's podcast. So hearing those type of guys, I think you really feed off that. Like, Pat Bev. Yeah, Pat I mean, Bev is that, crazy, but, they, like, you you feed off. You saw those Timberwolves They players. need someone like that. Yeah. Because, I, like, I don't think anyone on the bench. Because Mar- like, Marcus Smart is supposed to be that guy. For but, them, but, but Marcus can't. Smart's not that, like, crazy. Like, he's yeah. just a great player, great yeah. defensive player, but he's not, like, in your face, like, they crazy energy. They didn't have fire. They yeah. didn't have, like, fire to light the flame, right? They yeah. The fl- I think the flame was there, but they didn't have – or the, not fire to light the flame, but, you know what I'm saying, like a lighter. They needed a switch. Like, exactly. A they needed something there mm-hmm. to, to just – I know, you know they have a veteran stud now, Horford, but I just don't think he's that guy. You know what? Like you know what I feel like I kind of, I kind of would like with this team what? if they could get Chris Paul somehow. Oh yeah, I would really like that. Even if even if it's like in a year or two when Chris Paul theoretically falls off a little bit, old, yeah. I think that's what they because that man is so confident with everything he does and the way he approaches the game. And do you think uh, uh, a reunion of Rajon Rondo would be helpful? Or is, is Rondo I, passes down? I think Rondo should go become a like a quasi head coach on the bench. Well, that's that would be nice. It's I think that'd be great. Boston, right? I think that'd be great. I think that'd be excellent. Like that's who they need. That should be their OG. He's won there. He can teach you how to win there, and he's one of the smartest like basketball minds of all time. Yeah. From from all accounts, so I think that's the type of player you need, and you should be able to pay him, pay him the vet minimum to do that. Yeah. Right. Like that is a great investment. I also think uh, one last name comes to mind is Derrick Rose. I know he's not a champion. Yeah. But the, the alleviate the ball handling a little bit. He could be something. Yeah. You get for cheap. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 I shout out to Jason Tatum. I think he's coming back with vengeance next year, though. I, I think that team is coming back with vengeance. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with the offseason. I can't wait to watch that happen. With and I you. think one other thing they need to address is trying to get some sort of bench scoring. Uh, whether that is a bona fide six man or just someone who can just you can ISO or create offense something, because uh, I thought they lacked that on the bench. Because when they'd go to their bench, it would be Peyton Pritchard or Grant Williams, who are great players at what they do, but they weren't there aren't players where you can just throw it to him like Jordan Poole and he's just gonna go crazy and try all this crazy crazy shoots shots and some will go in, some won't. But I think that's the type of player you you might need 
to get you that little umph off the bench. Yeah. Well, that was a great finals. What do you think overall? Give it give it a rating on an A. I think it started off scale. it started off great. The first three games, I would uh-huh. say it was like a eight point five, and then the last three games, not only because I was you losing, just sad because you got a not only jersey? not only because I was losing, but also <laughs> just like the games, right? It was like none of them were that close. Yeah. Um, Steph's performances honestly made the games more tolerable to watch than. Because it was just yeah. watching like Celtics blunders and then Steph make threes, which was which was nice. Uh, but I'd probably say like a five and a half, six for the last three games. So probably somewhere at about seven, six point eight, something like that for as a rating for the finals. What do you think? Yeah, I, yeah, I would say about like a six and a half. Because like when you think about great those, finals, but not like amazing. I think for for you to be. Yeah, like a six and a half sounds good to me. Like I think yeah. for you to be above eight, you got to go to seven, at least six, and have six really close games yeah. or relatively close games, or you got to go to seven, and you got to have a lot of like build up from game to game. And I, it didn't feel like it had that because even after game five, you said it, and a lot of other pundits said it. This Celtics team looks they just, dead. They look dead. I didn't want to believe that, but yeah. that's what we that's what we saw. They were down ten pretty early, um, after that quick start and. The rest yeah. was history. It, it, it's, yeah. I, I, I kind of, I mean, I really wanted them to kind of win, honestly, last night to go to seven. And there's nothing like a game seven there's in the like finals. So seven, that would have been amazing. Center been. But hey, also, like, shouts to the Warriors. One of the, I think, one of the first teams ever to clinch their finals twice at the opposite. Oh, really? Back in a, back okay, back I didn't finals know that. wins in the opposite awesome. arenas. Yeah. The, the whole, great team, great ownership, great GM. Yeah. Um, the whole nine yards, classy organization. So let, let let me ask you one last quick question about the Warriors. Uh, Clay Thompson. Mm-hmm. Do we see old Clay next year? Or those days? Do we even see Clay on a Warriors roster next year? Oh, he's not a free agent. I know, but that's not what I was saying. You think they're going to trade Clay Thompson? I'm not saying I don't think that they will, but if you're trying to keep all those Wiggins we're getting cool. paid, we're getting yeah. paid players. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they could still just pay out the luxury tax and still have everyone. I don't I know. Don't think sal- they like Clay I'm not a salary capologist, but uh, could you see a scenario where they're like, all right, we just have to make a business decision. We're going to have to pick Wiggins and pool and keeping those guys, keeping the young future nucleus I, over uh, our loyalties to clay. Could you see that? I I I I no they 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 keep clay they, they keep play stuff won't let it happen Draymond won't let that and that's what I and and it's kind of interesting because it, it places that pressure on because I don't think Draymond has much of a say like he no, he's he an integral part but it's like, Steph like okay Draymond is what they're gonna say but Steph he could pull that Michael uh, MJ card where M, where they where they wanted to trade for Tracy McGrady trade Scotty Pippen and then MJ was like okay I'll just retire if you do that mm-hmm. so. I, he like, has that power, but he's such a nice guy. So does he does he wield that power, or does he just go? I trust the ownership. Whatever they do, whatever they do. I think he trusts their ownership. Clay leaves if Clay wants to leave. Okay. There is no situation where the ownership just trades Clay. I don't know about that. Clay man. leaves if he wants to leave. In my opinion, I think. But we've seen we've seen that happen to people that we thought that was the situation. Paul Pierce in Boston, Dwayne Wade in Miami. Yeah, but ownership's different here. I 
I don't know. They, that's that's what was said about those ownerships. They just won, man. That's the only issue. They just won, right? Like they're yeah. not on the downfall. There's nothing going wrong with this team. Yeah, but so that's 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 a big difference. But what like the what, Celtics, the Heat, they were on the downfall. Yes, that that is true. But one thing that sticks out about this team to me and this this whole franchise to me is they're very forward thinking and they're big on forward thinking. Just based off their roster moves. Why even have Moses Moody, James Wiseman, and like why not just trade all those picks just for players right now in a win now mentality? Because they're and they've talked about this too. They want to both be dominant right now and have a team worthy of competing for a championship right now while also building towards the future simultaneously. They don't yeah, wanna they can do that without trading clay. They well, already have the pieces, right? Well, the, that's but the so issue. You, if they can keep everyone, they can keep it. That's that's awesome. But like, if they come into a situation where they're like, do we keep Pool and Wiggins, or do we have to choose one of them and then keep Clay? That, is that a situation that's it's very simple? I think they keep Pool, they trade Wiggins. It's unfortunate, but Wiggins is a little bit older. I think they get rid of him. Okay, so you you would rather keep Clay over Wiggins? I would rather keep Wiggins and Clay. I would rather let Pool go. I. I think they would keep both of those and then get rid of Clay in that situation. Wow, that's I think, a hot take. I think. I, I'm not, and I don't know, right? But I, I just think, just based off injury Woo! history and so like, you want to separate the Splash Bros. I don't want to, but I've seen teams not be loyal. Like there's this myth that we're sold at, of like, oh, you be a hardworking player and we'll keep you forever. That's only as good as you're good. Okay, good for as long as you're good, and then right. teams are quick Let to just get rid you, of you. Where does Clay go if you trade him? I mean, I think there's gonna be a huge market for Clay. I know, but wh- right? wh- wh- where would you want to see him go? And in, in real, in like, where would I want him to go? No, no, and and with some reality. Okay, I mean, obviously we want him in a Laker uniform. I want him in a Laker. <laughs> I want him to give LeBron some help, and there's yeah, a relationship. But I think that'd the, be. Great. I mean, the only way to do that is to give him Anthony Davis or yeah. something, right? So, um, and, but, and like an actual reasonable trade, where could you see him going if you think he could be on the move? I feel like it'd be a team that's kind of. Maybe a young, kind of up-and-coming team. The Memphis Grizzlies? The Grizzlies come to mind. The Timberwolves come to mind. Um, the Bulls. Do we see a D-Lo reunion? Maybe. Apparently, he's on the trade market. That's what he's been tweeting. Okay. So, I, I feel like that sort of team would be the one that goes after him. Um, I think that's what makes sense to me. is Because I don't think... A lot of the veteran-laden teams, the Clippers, could you, could you see the Clippers getting clay? I would hate that, but yeah, I guess they could. I think the Nuggets are a decent op- option. I think the too. Nuggets are a great option. I think that's... But then the, then it begs the fact that I think the Warriors would not want clay in the Western Conference. I think it would be more likely in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. But but to your point, the Raptors. If, they're, if they're truly about loyalty and keeping them regardless of how what the circumstances are, which they should. I think, I think that's, they are. I think that's fair because he, he was part of building this dynasty. Um, and I hope they are, but I'm just skeptical because of all the other times we've seen athletes just get the short end of the stick where they were promised one thing and, mm-hmm. oh, no, nah, you can't do it anymore, so I'm just going to move on early rather than wait. And we see this a lot in football, and we see this a lot in basketball too. Yeah, but I think they're a little different. I don't know. We'll maybe, see. maybe we're just on the outside looking in, right? We'll maybe Maybe big business comes in and does what they always do, right, and disappoints us in that regard, but – um we'll see yeah, we've we'll seen see. it right like scott let's, let's, scotty let's, pippen he won six yeah 
Where did he end his career? Did he end his career in Chicago? I don't no, think so. No, man. Jerry Krause came for the yeah. Hawks for that one. Yeah. He ended his career actually pretty well with the Blazers. I think they made the conference final yeah. one year with the great Rashid Was on Rose. the Rockets for a little bit. So he's just like, I think yeah. a lot of, like, Dwayne Wade, of all people, Dwayne Wade. I mean, yeah, and you're going to go to football, Tom Brady. Like, yeah. the list goes on and on. Right? Like, uh, and Shane Manning, Tom Brady, of Russell all people. Russell Wilson, all these guys. Of all yeah. people, Tom Brady. Yeah. The greatest player ever before getting traded yeah. or finding his way out of yeah. town. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you just say the greatest player? Uh, I've been saying you, it for like a year it. and a half now. He admitted yeah, I've been it. saying it for a year and a half. <laughs> He's done too much for me to yeah. top back now. You can't refute anything with yeah. him. Um, but, but no, that's the thing. So I, I just, I just at baseline, I don't trust organizations. Like yeah. they're gonna they're gonna do what's best for the bottom line, okay. And probably in a vacuum, what's best for the bottom line is building towards the future while maintaining mm-hmm. whatever made you successful. Like Clay didn't game six. Clay wasn't there yesterday, mm-hmm. but they still won convincingly. Fair. I think that's fair. We'll see. It'll be a fun off season. I think it will. Gonna, I think it'll be a very entertaining off season. I think a lot of dominoes. I can't wait to talk. A lot about of dominoes. It. Can't wait. Because as much as the the Warriors kind of ran through a little bit this these playoffs, I don't think they were really tested that much. What I will say is everyone looking from the outside in probably sees a pretty open field, right? It wasn't like a Durant Warriors where you're like, all right, like what are we doing? We're, we're playing for second here. Um, maybe if we get a couple injuries, which the Raptors did, then we can we can pull through. But I think when every other team sees this, they, this is the time to strike. And this is the time to re- – and you can probably even rattle off one or two championships in a row, two to three – like it's possible right now because there's not a single dominant team that's just filled with young players that Mm -hmm. makes sense yeah no i agree i agree uh we'll see i i think your heat are gonna make a big splash uh and they're gonna try to i mean donovan mitchell's on the move yeah Bradley Beal's possibly on the move. You got Rudy Gobert possibly see on the what's move. A, see what happens with the Lakers. Uh, we'll see what happens with the Lakers. I mean, like, there, like there's some names. I mean, Kyrie, mm-hmm. uh, you know. That's a great one. Big name that could be on the move. Um, I mean, even KD. I, I mean, I think he'll stay, but, like, he's another one that could be on the move. Um, there's some also some young talent. New York Knicks, they could – Really blow that team up, Julius yeah. Randle. There's some players. They do this every like Zach Levine. They, those six Knicks years. Do this. Yeah, they have one like four to five seed season. Yeah, next season they falter with expectations, and yeah. then they blow everything oh, up that, and they start whole, again. That's a whole another conversation. Exactly. Okay. So I don't know but. if and when that actually when it would have gotten fixed is the other multiverse where they actually got to drop stuff like they oh, wanted yeah. to. Yeah. That's probably the only universe where, <laughs> but things are going well for them. All right. Let's let's get quick, real quick, rapid fire. Who is your championship matchup next year? Just give me the names. I'll go without seeing any transactions any and transactions. stuff. I'll go Bucks. Whoa. You know what? A little bit of my own optimism. I'll say Bucks Clippers. I don't want to see the oh, Warriors. Oh gosh, so. Bucks Clippers. I want to see the Lakers. I want to see LeBron get another championship. Dude, but. I honestly, you know, if I just had to say, I hate the Clippers. If yeah. you had Clippers Boston, I don't think I'd even watch. Yeah, that'd be awful for me. I don't. I, that's cap. It's that's not mid. Cap. No, that's cap. No, I'd sit there and I would be studying the entire finals. No, <laughs> you wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Whew, this is gonna be a hard one. It's hard. It's hard. Uh, I mean, the Bucks are definitely. I'm gonna go Bucks. Ooh, All right, can I take mine back? Yeah, I'm gonna say Bucks Mavs. You're going for it. Yeah, you think this is the year? I think this is the year. Mavs get there. Shout out Doc Slaw. <laughs> you think the Mavs get there? I th- yeah, I think so. 
I, th- I think Luca. I've been saying Luca's going to be MVP for like three straight years. Yeah. I think this is the year he actually gets MVP, and then he makes it to the finals. The Bucks, Mavs. Yeah. And we're going to roll this tape back when the season starts, yeah. and we're going to see. So please, after Luca, the off season, we're going to see. If, please, we're going to see if your picks have changed. Okay? Oh my God, the so Bucks, Mavs. I'm gonna go Bucks. I want to say the Nuggets so badly. You want to say the Nuggets? Ooh, that's dude. I totally forgot about the Nuggets. That's a good pick. I'm gonna go Bucks Nuggets. It's just gonna come down to Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, can he show up? Is he? Does he? Does he have? Does he have? No, does he have an intact back or not? Oh yeah. Like no, that's part of being elite. Right? Yeah, you have to have body parts. To yeah. you can't just walk around. Is his back okay or not? <laughs> um, so we'll see. We'll see how the, okay, that surgery well, went. How the recovery went. Jokic, Giannis, finals. That would be crazy. That'd be nice. Yeah. Like seeing some new talent on the. Uh, just just seeing Jokic at that stage would be very nice. It'd be fun. I, I hope it's Jokic or, or Luca, but I'm afraid. I'm afraid Steph's coming. I'm back. afraid. Steph's coming back. <laughs> I am scared of that. Vegas is usually not wrong. I think they were wrong this finals, but usually they're not wrong. So. Usually not wrong. All we'll right, see. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Thank you, NBA, for another fun season. The 75th anniversary was great. Uh, we can't wait for the draft next week. Uh, we'll do a little episode on that, and we'll do a live special. Live special, and we may have a little hometown episode about the Mavs here or there. Just. For fun. Keep po- keep you posted. Keep on you that. posted and can't wait to hear what you have to say about this offseason, Rizik. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what all happens. Samir. Smash that like button. We're now on Apple Podcasts too. Yes. Big news. Big news. And follow us on Instagram. Allball.pod. Pod. <laughs>